Hello there guys, gals and non-binary pals, and happy Valentine's Day to each and every one of you, even though when this comes out, it will no longer be Valentine's Day. Uh, This is a very great example of how terrible we are planning information. So, you know, my bad. Um, But for us, it is the 14th of February, aka the death of... Did he die today, or is it just the... Did St. Valentine no. die today, or was it just a random date? We all die a little today. <laughs> <laughs> We're both single. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, as you can probably tell, it's just me and Nikki this week. So how you doing, Nikki? Oh, you know, pretty good, I suppose, in all, in all, uh, you know, all circumstances considered. But, uh, yeah. yeah. What a great way to do a Valentine's episode by kicking off the one person in their relationship. She made her choice. <laughs> <laughs> Too busy being happy. She could she could have done she could have stayed single and done this episode. <laughs> Just to clarify, we didn't actually kick her off. Uh, she is uh, busy moving at the minute. So mm-hmm. sorry, life Claire, is, but you made your choice. Life is in the way. As always. Isn't it always the... It's, it's what it does. I like to kick us in the nuts. Um, but yeah, Valentine's Day, anything you're doing special today? Maybe? I mean, not not really. I mean, aside from the part, I'm alone in the universe. No. There's just nothing... Like, what are we, we going to do today? You know? It's like, what, it's, you know, pandemic outside. Treat, treat yourself. Monsters outside leaking in here! <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know yeah i mean I, what am i gonna do i started um i don't know if this goes into like moisture territory but i start i started again not to be like blasphemous for star wars but i started star trek discovery and i am crazy about the show it's so like it's so good and i've just been watching that like like consistently for like the past two days i'm like all i want to do get some food get some drink and keep watching this shit well my dad really loves it as well actually. Mm-hmm. and um he's 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 been one of the people that's like no, no you definitely should watch it give it a chance and stuff so um yeah i'm gonna i'm interested in that yeah yeah it's um it's really good there's there's a lot of like like the first season was like jam-packed I was like, I was like, I could not believe there were so many. Like, is this the season? Is this the end? I'm like, no, there's still five episodes left, <laughs> and like, there's so much stuff that happens just in the first season. So I'm like, I'm like, dang, this is this is some like I can't imagine like mapping that out in the writers' room because they I go would everywhere. Love to like, I would love to analyze like have these people on the internet analyze my dad because he is not a very big fan of the sequel trilogy, mm-hmm. but he loves Star Trek Discovery. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he must blow some people's minds away. Yeah, it's it's an interesting thing. I remember i i told uh, I told someone <laughs> that I like really liked it, <laughs> and they were like, "Don't tell Trek fans." <laughs> yes. and I was like, "Man, it's, like, oh, it, yeah. it's just like it's the there's you know you see it in different fan groups, but like the the preciousness they have towards like things where it's like." How dare you deviate even slightly from what I believe is the formula? Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's like if you're like me and like the extent of your Star Trek novel or Star Trek knowledge doesn't really go past the JJ movies, <laughs> um, then you're like, yeah, you'll probably really like it. So, so I like the Kelvin movies. Me too, dude. Star Trek 2009 is like a top top notch movie for me. I love it yeah. so much. Yeah, it's and it's great because it's Star- it's essentially Star Wars. You know, like farm bo- farm Pretty boy much, and yeah. you know goes to space and he meets some other guy who gets his planet destroyed. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it's like okay, yeah. Um, so yeah, it, no, it's, it, I think it's it, it's a great um, sort of like entry point for me. Like I didn't know too much about Star Trek um, before I saw those, so. 
Yeah, Into Darkness kind of sucks, mm-hmm. but I yeah, like it's got it's it's got major issues with it, and we can talk about that until the day comes. But I feel like my biggest uh, what's the word I'm trying to use? My biggest anger point when it comes to the the Kelvin universe is the fact that they killed Winona Ryder. Yeah, and if I I know it's it's, it's a big if, like just if you can try not to kill Winona Ryder. But, you know, sometimes this stuff has to happen. Sometimes it's like, did you have to cast her? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like, man, what a waste. Um, But yeah, it's, it's a great, that's a great movie. And like, I I don't like super hate Into Darkness. I think it's fine. And I I think Beyond Beyond is pretty fun as well. Um, Oh, Beyond is great. I love Beyond. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, anyway, Star Trek pod today. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um anyway, in the Enterprise, when they <laughs> Have you watched Picard yet? No, I'll probably say See, that's the other thing. I haven't seen Next Generation. I've seen like maybe 5 episodes of Next Generation. And I, okay. and I heard it was like you maybe could watch Picard, but you'd probably like it more if you watch Next Generation. I don't know. Um I'll Yeah, to... there's a lot of Deep Space 9 and Voyage stuff I think, in there as well. Okay, so. yeah. I don't know. I'll I'll just I'll worry about Discovery for now. I think I might. I, I don't know if to go back and watch through Next Generation mm-hmm. and Deep Space Nine. I never really got into Deep Space Nine, but I did. I definitely like Next Generation. Um, well, that that's the thing. Like Deep Space Nine fans, like they ride hard for it. They do. So, must get something to it. Yeah, definitely. So we'll uh, yeah we'll do we'll do that at some point. Maybe we'll even talk about it. <laughs> Somehow, <laughs> get a Patreon bonus. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely gonna give it Discovery a go then, because everyone seems to love it. So, um, and the cast in it is pretty like, great. Okay, let me tell you, man. Doug Jones, not the former senator of Alabama, <laughs> but the you know classic like creature performer. You know, you, you shape of water. You know, this guy. Yeah, this guy in Star Trek is amazing. Um, he play he plays a fantastic character, in like full prosthetic too, and you see, you got everything. It's amazing. Is it better than his role as pencil head? I'm I'm willing to go out a lim- on a limb and say yes. Okay. Okay. Well, you you sold me. There we go. Um. Yeah, that cast just in general looks so good. I can't wait to get catch up because obviously I haven't seen any of it, but I do know that obviously. There are certain characters that appear in the second season mm-hmm. that I'm very intrigued to see. Yeah, I, I um, just started the second one, and um, I was like, "Is is Captain Pike like Cobb Vance level daddy? Because he should be." <laughs> I think yeah. he is. I think he's considered that. Yeah. Well, they gave him they gave him the whole show, so I'm gonna say. There yeah. we go, baby. Follow, follow suit, Mando. You know what to do. <laughs> but don't put him in a weird computer chair in the future. There we go. Always, always. Plus. There you go. Um, but yeah, not much going on this week. Uh, again, there was. A, I mean, when we say there's not much going on this week, there was big stuff going on this week that we don't necessarily want to delve into too much. Mainly because, quite frankly, it's been dealt with. Mm-hmm. I think in a satisfying way. Yeah, there's not like and, too much left to be said about it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and we don't really want to give them a platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? All all I can say is, you know, it's been it's been a long time coming, <laughs> and you know, for for whatever the controversy is, I don't personally necessarily believe you should be fired for being conservative, or even fired for being an idiot. But when you're a malicious idiot. You know, that that's that's the difference. So, um, I think it's uh, I think it's it's all in all a very positive development, and that's about it. Yeah, I'll follow up on that and say. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I I will say I agree with you. Like, she wasn't fired because she was conservative, and if you think that she was fired for being conservative. I would definitely recommend checking out your own yeah. 
like, your ideals, what you think a conservative <laughs> is, and the, and the ideals that come with that. Um, I always find I don't know about you, but um, I always find that comparing your own personal situation to the mass persecution and genocide of a group of people tends to make you lose a job. Yeah. Now, so that, like, this is just advice from us. Like, please take this with a pinch of salt. Don't do that <laughs> ever. Yep. Um, read a history book. I trust you. The, there are some really good history books out there. There are really good resources online. I mean, if you're American, you can follow the American um, Holocaust Library on Twitter. Um, there's the Auschwitz Museum Twitter account, which I think every day posts a picture of a victim or someone who was encamped. There is so much information out there. And, you know, just to clarify a few other things, um, stating that locking children in cages is bad and that the Nazis did that too is true. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And that is not a partisan issue. That is a, an issue that has takes up both parties, if you look historically. Um, it's also a thing that a lot of us have done as well. Like the British, you know, locked people in cages. It basically came up with the term concentration camp. So that's different context to what this other person did. Which is specifically, and it, I mean, even making up ideas about Weimar Germany, mm. being like aggressively against Jewish people, which wasn't necessarily the case. And we actually posted a, um, a link to a really great resource on our Twitter account, if you go back and look for that, which delves into how there were societies and Jewish um, groups during Weimar Germany that flourished. Because it was a great time for arts and all that stuff. It was just later on when <laughs> really horrible people came into power that they um, did the evil stuff. Yep. Yep. And it's like, it's a very, <laughs> it's a very specific list of people that sort of go out of their way to minimize or like <laughs> trivialize what happened like surrounding the Holocaust and it's something you, it's a list you don't want to put yourself on. I'm just say that. Yeah. Um, pretty much. So yeah, just what a, what an absolute um, mess. Like I regret that it had to happen at all. Right. Like it's, it sucks. Yeah. It sucks that somebody attached to something we like and we want to, you know, enjoy as guilt free as possible. It sucks that they, they sort of, manufactured this situation um but i'm glad i'm glad it was dealt with in the end um i think there's some there's like interesting language in the the lucasfilm spokesperson statement um and yeah no it's uh it's just yeah time to move on i I honestly like i don't care if they write out the character or recast the character doesn't like it doesn't i'm not too concerned either way um yeah, I agree. Part, part of me likes the recast idea so that we can like move on from the image, <laughs> you know. But um, yeah, like it'd be it'd be nice to sort of recontextualize the whole the whole uh, character. But but I also don't super care. Um, we'll just see. I'd love like a new action figure with a new actor, and then it cuts to like a like a POV shot from the bottom of like a bin, mm-hmm. like that scene in Toy Story where. Woody imagines Andy dropping mm-hmm. in the bin. I mean, goodbye, Woody. <laughs> One of my favorite recasts is uh, is Dario Naharis from Game of Thrones between three between three and four. And again, like not to at all compare the situation because, by all accounts, Ed Scrine is not at all like uh, Gina Carano. Uh, but there was a there was a casting change, and man, like nobody even like. It's like we're just gonna ignore the fact that they don't look at all the same. We went from Dabio to bearded guy. Um, it, yeah, like so you know, there's there's precedent for it in big shows. You know, it does it doesn't like really matter in the end. Um, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. 
maybe it's like a, she was a changeling all this time. You never know. You never know. It's like, I fixed my machine. <laughs> <laughs> I can change back to how I actually look. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty much all we want to say on the matter because we don't want to spend much time thinking about that person, to be honest, because they don't deserve it. No, nope. they're out of here. So let's go and talk about some questions we got. Um, let's have a look. What have the people of the internet given us? We have got some very interesting stuff. Wow, Brian from Femfortrex just gave us a bunch of stuff. Ooh. What jobs in the Star Wars galaxy is it okay to wear slippers to do? Hmm. Let's see. Probably just because they're always on my mind. And it involves a lot of sitting. Um, the Foden Beard, man, the commentators for the pod races. Oh, that'd be great. They just, they just sit in their studio, you know, watching comfy feet and going for it. How many feet do you reckon they have? I think, I think this is known. Oh, I think okay. there is a full body shot, or at least it does have their legs, and they do have just two normal legs. Or do they? Mm. Holy crap, I don't know if I know. <laughs> You're making this up. Man, see, okay, that's the thing. You just say anything with confidence, and people accept it. Um, now i got to double check. Um, all right. Okay, they do have normal legs, and then two feet. Because okay. there's an action, there's an action make- figure. There we go. Because that must make it really awkward at Christmas when they both buy each other a pair of slippers. Yeah, absolutely. It's, and I wonder if they have to like, you know, like Fode picks one pair, Bead picks the other pair. Like, like they have to alternate, or do they wear the different slipper on each side? Yeah, like one of each. Yeah. Like I bought you this one, so you can wear that one. And yeah, that's a good idea. I would pick the Death Star. Gunner. I know it's slippery, so there's extra risk. But if you're going to be on your feet all day, you want to have something nice and comfy to wear. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we'll pick one more from Brian. He's put, was blowing up Orderon justified in order to eliminate the majority of the Doom bloodline? <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe. Can't say definitively. You know, We don't know. They could have been... Awesome. And she could have she could have been the one who sucked out of the Dune family. So I don't know. Um you know. Or maybe maybe the the loss, you know, the radicalization she she underwent because of such a loss is, you know, the key to the problem. Do you think her family were blue shadow of Iris deniers? <laughs> I I hope not. If they were they deserved it then. <laughs> Let's have a look. I think we've got someone on the internet pod Twitter account. So let's put where it's where where at C Stribs is and her lack of commitment to the cause. Um, she didn't want to be on. She just said that straight out. She doesn't care about our listeners. Like, you know, some people place furniture above people, and you know, what what are you supposed to do about it? be fair though a good couch you can't go wrong necessarily uh well a single boy's night you can't have a a, a lady in a relationship in a single boy's night <laughs> oh man you know yeah yeah fair points fair points all around uh let's have a look oh this is great uh, Star Wars rom-com pictures. Oh. Okay. I have to give a bit of time for this one, but um, a rom-com pitch. Let's see. It's like every time I think of something, I'm like, oh no, that's a real rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, maybe you have to like. Maybe you have to like you know do a do a twist a Star Wars twist on on a well established one. Yeah, I think that's a I think that's fine. Yeah, 
Um, how to lose a Doug in 10 days. Oh, I love that. <laughs> in ten, how to lose a Doug in 10 parsecs. Who would you cast on that? Okay, so as the Doug... Uh, you know what? I'm old. I'm old school. Matthew McConaughey is playing the Doug, <laughs> <laughs> and Kate Hudson's playing a. Um, let's go with pit droid. <laughs> pit droid. <laughs> I, I was gonna. I was gonna go with something a little more humanoid, but you know we can go with pit droid. <laughs> <laughs> or what if? Just again, they're on my mind. What if Matthew McConaughey plays Fode, Kate Hudson plays Bean? <laughs> Oh, and they're just you know they they can't they can't live with each other but they can't live without each other. Or oh, Matthew McConaughey has got to do the hut. Hey, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> That's beautiful. Um, I'm gonna go with um, Anakin, which is a parody of the film Mannequin, mm. and it's about a waxwork of Anakin Skywalker that comes to life every night. And it's a Coruscanti it's like a shop where they sell clothes for the fanciest stores. And they've got this Anakin Skywalker cut out because he was such a handsome fella. And what happens is that every night it comes to life by the power of the will of the force. And she falls in love with this beautiful Jedi Knight, Kyle. But the bad thing is that it takes place during the rise of the Empire. So Darth Vader finds out about this. Okay. And he is the James Spader of the situation. Got it, got it. And... um Love prevails. I think love love does eventually prevail. It's gotta, you know. It can't be a rom com yeah. and not have. Yeah, you got you got like wacky Darth Vader hijinks where he's like constantly being out maneuvered by his wax double. Yeah, you know it's that's that's got extreme potential. How about instead of wax, it's it's the carbonite used in the Citadel, Ooh. and it's like. The leftover carbonite. Like they make they make molds out of it. Yes, 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 yes. I like where this is going. That's how they make wax works in Star Wars. They make they put you in carbonite for like a short time. They let you go out. They put molds on it, and that's how they make them. Perfect, perfect. So Anakin's got none of the sort of, I guess you could say, like the. Uh, negative traits that he has later on in the wall because it's it's everything up to season three of the clones <laughs> he retains his personality oh my god <laughs> oh, I mean. um, so yeah there we go so that's my that's my pitch i think we would have had some uh some real box office hits right there i mean we can still pitch it to disney plus yeah yeah you know, next uh, yeah. twenty twenty one Investors Day. You know, I mean, if you can, if you can go on Twitter and just say I want to make a show about um, Jimmy Woo and get it made, I think we can go on there and go look. Yeah, that's true. What a what a move! What a like absolute flex. Right? Such a great. I mean, I guess like story. still don't know. Like, you know, I think maybe he's getting a pitch out of it, but. You know, I think he's already done it. The pitch, yeah. I thought I thought he was like preparing the pitch because I think he posted the picture of it the other day. Like, wait, he had like he had like he had like a whole document pr- like printed out, like um, like a government file. Damn, it's pretty cool. We need to do this. We've got to do this. Well. You know, some people some people take the the shoot your shot mentality and run with it to extreme levels. So 
You know, sometimes sometimes it's it's uh it's what you gotta do. It's Especially brilliant. on Valentine's Day. Oh yeah, absolutely. Shoot your shot. Yeah. Tell whoever you love you you love them. Apart from when you listen to this, it's too late. <laughs> I'm sorry. Look, someone's gonna shoot a shot today. Whatever, whatever sure. that means uh, for you. I hope you shoot your shot and you enjoy it. Uh, let's look at any other bits of news this week. And this will be a really short episode this week. We do apologize. It's it's a mixture of contexts and situations out of our control. Um, You know, we've got Claire and it's Valentine's Day and there's not really much to talk about. Um, And you don't want to hear us mumble for, for 50 minutes. <laughs> Meanwhile, cut to the people at home crying because we're not mumbling for... For twenty more minutes, you're like they promised. Hey, did you like the did you like the thing on that on that book? <laughs> yes, I did. Um, <laughs> screen rant. Star Wars revealed how dangerous the Jedi mind trick really is. Oh. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Um, how Avatar sequels can avoid Disney Star Wars mistakes? Don't make them. That's my um. Yeah, I mean that's the easiest one. Just don't go there. <laughs> exactly. How about it? Uh, Brickfanatics.com says that history says Star- Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga probably won't come out this spring. Dang. That's rough. What do you think? I hope that's not the case. I mean, who, like, who knows? Like, what, like, on what are they, what are they really basing that on, right? Uh, what do you think? <laughs> Yes. Is it a coronavirus? <laughs> uh, it's a Reddit post. Oh, a Reddit post. I see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah so BrickFanatics.com said that uh, TT Games announced the upcoming sequel's initial delay from 2020 to spring 2021 at Gamescom last August, but we've practically heard nothing about the game beyond a few tidbits of information from a magazine interview. Redditor, another average Joe... <laughs> has now analyzed the social media accounts of TT Games' previous titles, because what else was there to do during a pandemic? And believes the game won't actually arrive in spring at all, at least based on the studio's usual marketing strategy. By comparing social media posts around the launches of LEGO Star Wars The Force Awakens, LEGO Marvel Super Heroes 2, and LEGO DC Super Villains, another average Joe determined that TT Games typically spends four months promoting its games prior to release. The studio hasn't yet kicked off that phase of frequent posting, at least one post every other day, for Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. If its marketing strategy remains consistent with previous games, then we might be looking at yet another delay for the highly anticipated title. Look, here's the thing, especially with games, really with any entertainment, because you see what happens when they stick to a schedule that they're not ready for. It'll be ready when it's ready. And Oh, and yeah. you will want it to wait. You like you will want that time because looking at the biggest one that recently happened is Cyberpunk uh <laughs> 20 is it 77? Um yeah. Like they had, they announced a delay and fans were like and then they're like okay fine we'll, we'll get it out and they got it out and it was a fucking mess. So, you know what? If they need more time to make the game the right way, you just got to sit it out. And, like, there's no point, like, crying about it. Because there will be a better game at the end of it. <laughs> right? It's like, it's like right. it's not the same game if they... It's not like it's ready now. If they're delaying it, it's not ready now. So it's not like you'd get the same thing in March versus September. Um, you know, so it just, just, you gotta wait it out. I mean, people are, people are too impatient, you know? It's like, some of these things, they, they, especially in, um, you know, the way pandemics, uh, the pandemics affected workplaces and studios and blah, blah, blah. It's like, you know, you gotta, you gotta have that little extra, extra bit of patience to get the right thing in the end. Yeah. And I also feel like, Lego Star Wars is a different type of game compared to Lego Marvel. Because even though Marvel is a big brand, 
I think that Lego and Star Wars are so intertwined within each other and in themselves are such a big name <clears throat> that you could drop any sort of major new images or something and it'll hit the news immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Like, those games are embedded in culture, I would say. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, it's the most, it's the longest, I think the longest um, sort of like IP branded partnership with Lego. Um, mm-hmm. It's, I think, the most successful one. Um, I agree. So like, so yeah, it's, you know, it's going to be, it's, it's, it's operating on sort of a different like level in, in those terms. And like, it's going to be, it will be incredible when it comes out. Um, so, you know, you just gotta, just gotta hang tight for it. Yeah, true. Um, either way, we're going to have so much fun with that. It'll be it, like, I don't know if we specifically talked about this because this is a bit older news, but when they announced like, and they're like over 300, like playable characters, like mm-hmm. including Babu Frick, <laughs> which is amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, like it's gonna be such a blast. I hope they let you do so many things. I hope they let you build like custom people as well. Um, oh, like the old days. Yeah, like I, I just hope there's no limit to like how it uses the Lego, the Lego brand to like customize and and you know make 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 different things and make new ships and all sorts of stuff. So yeah. Yeah. I really hope that as much as it's a celebration of the Skywalker saga, I hope it's a celebration of the Lego Star Wars games thus far. Mm-hmm. And we get some sort of like Easter eggs and hints towards the original games. Like if they have the ability to unlock Lego city again. Yeah. Yeah. That would be just great. Cause there's, there's no much, there's no better memory I have. Oh, I've got loads of good memories, but one of the one of the peak that I'm going to tell my grandchildren growing up is um, being Yoda <laughs> driving a tractor in Lego City. Yep, yep. It's like, have you ever thought about Jango Fett on a slide? <laughs> well, here you go. That <laughs> reminds me of the, uh, I think like the I think it was the Disney Infinity Games where like you yeah. could someone put like Kylo Ren riding a puffer pig. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> and you could eat the Ewoks by picking them up and throwing them. Truly <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, really wonderful, the mind of a child. <laughs> I, I did have Disney ability, and immediately I made a house, and I've got like a picture of it somewhere. I think it's like Anakin, and it's like the room is just full of tukas. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, this is my dream house. It's just me, Jedi Knight. My millions of tukas. Amazing. Amazing. So beautiful. Yeah. Uh, let's have another question. Favorite senators in the Galactic Republic? Okay. Okay. I mean, well, for me, it's, it's Padme. Yeah. Because she not only does stuff for the will of her people, and usually in a good way, except from the whole Palpatine thing, um, but actively goes out and fights for them as well. Mm-hmm. Puts her life on the line. And also her decoys, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, you can't go wrong. Um, I think I think for me, for me, it'll probably always be Bale. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't need to explain to the people listening why. <laughs> uh, that Kate boy. Yeah. And, uh, but I think to delve into like if the, the, you know, the, the lesser known people, um, I I do like Anaconda Far. I think he has a cool mm. story. R.I.P. Um, <laughs> I also think one of the like the greatest Star Wars name ever is Halle Bertoni. Oh, such a great and one. like I think she's a really interesting character. Um, other senators. George Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this specifically was Republic, right? Yeah. Well, not New Republic? Uh, it says Republic. So okay, okay, okay. That's fair. Just... Yeah, I'll, I'll... Oh, it, says, it, says, 
It says Galactic Republic. Galactic Republic, yeah. I'll um I'll stick with those choices. I think they're they're fun. I think I think we did good there. Yeah, Padme, George Lucas for me. Um I don't think there's any other ones I would add. Because Bell was a good, obviously a great choice. I would pick Bell as well. Um, oh, Mon Mothma, you know. Yeah, throw, throw yeah, a little love to Mon Mothma. Yeah, bless her heart. Yeah. She works um, hard. All of the delegations are 2000, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. They, they're good eggs. They, um, they did the right thing, for the most part. Unlike uh, some other people <laughs> in the real world. <laughs> yeah, we love senators, don't we? Uh, life. Great. Um, have we got any other extra questions on Twitter? Hmm. Did anyone throw any, a little bit any there, delicious bones our way? Um, <laughs> we got some topics. Ah. We got a. Uh, this is this could be a fun thing to talk about for a little bit. Um, Mark on Twitter is asking us maybe a little BTS about Blue Bantam Milk's AI script uh, production. Yeah, you know we can we talk about that a little bit. We uh, recorded part two or premiered part two last night with them. Um, yeah, it was a blast. Conclusion. Yeah, to episode ten. Uh, yeah, we. So, should we just go back to the beginning, I guess? Yeah, sure. So, Blue Man for Milk, which is uh, Matt and Sean. If you don't follow them on social media, you should, because they're awesome. Uh, invited me to join this really great concept that they came up with, which is that they had an AI write a script for episode 10. So, what they would do, though, they would input the previous scripts for the Star Wars films into this AI, give them a tiny bit of contextual information to help the AI learn and process like who's what and what's going on. Um, they put, and to do that, the contextual information for episode 10 they did was they made a, they made a, um, a crawl for the film so that it could read the crawl, pick up from there. And everything else was basically the AI just writing in it, you know, <laughs> this plot for this ridiculous film. Um, Nikki and Claire joined the project alongside loads of other great creators in the in the fandom. We got the Braxium fellas, we got Alex and Molly Damon, uh, Alice from Force Toast, and Laura. And we had so much fun doing this ridiculous script. I played C3PO, and if you haven't watched the latest episode, definitely check out part two first because spoiler alert. I also play Emperor Palpatine. Oh, Nikki. Yeah, I um I play Poe Dameron and a new original character designed, <laughs> I assume, by the AI, uh, Nick Cormier. And do you want to give everyone a little taste of what Nick Cormier sounds like? Well, he works his way around the galaxy, but he's sort of sounding like this. And, uh, you know... Sort of, he's, he's got a very peculiar, it's, it's what happens when you are in the script described as being from both Dantooine and Corellia. So a sort of, <laughs> being from two planets really gives you a really unique voice. So yeah. Such a beautiful, beautiful voice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> it was pretty great. Um, there was a lot of, a lot of twists and turns and surprises. I I do currently have epic beef with the AI for robbing me of my beloved Nick Cormier. Um, well, gone too soon. As thus far. Thus far. But, you know, he had so much more to give in episode 10. And, you know, <laughs> they just... He'll be they just They just... They, they did him dirty. So, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm excited to see what comes up. Because they... Uh, the uh, Bantam Milk fellas, they, they got a whole slate of stuff coming. So if um if you're interested in in finding more finding out more out about that, um uh, you know, check out their 
videos on YouTube. There's a part one, part two, episode ten by AI. Um, and yeah, it's it's a blast. There's some some really some really just funny funny things that happen and funny people bringing them to life. Um, like there there's a lot of like very clever things done by by the cast members on the stream. So um, definitely check it out. And as far as behind the scenes, I don't know like what else <laughs> there is because it is kind of just what I mean, it how is. Did you feel, how did you feel when you read the script the first time? I didn't read the script. Oh, I, okay. only, I only just performed it. Um, I, I like, I like the blind read. Um, so yeah, that was, that was my shock, man. I couldn't handle, I couldn't handle the, the death spoilers. I was like, no. It's like, how dare they? How dare they take him from me? <laughs> um, I I sort of skim read the script in terms of like, whenever I could see the name of the character I was playing, I focused a little bit and read into mm-hmm. it. So there was a scene where I have to do a impression of William Shatner as Steve Repio. And I'd practiced that like all week thinking that it was part one and it wasn't. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, drat. It gives me more time to practice it. And I think it went off without a hitch, thank God. Yeah. But I, the major plot p- points and beats for other characters I didn't read into. So that was a surprise reading stuff like Anakin Explodes. Yeah. It was uh, Everything you see there is pure for the first time reaction of us yeah. laughing and having fun. I think like, the other like just fascinating thing that the AI did um, was... <laughs> In in what was episode ten, there were there were large swaths of nothingness for Ray, <laughs> Finn, Poe, even Kylo or Ben, uh, and it was like Anakin, Ahsoka, and Luke, <laughs> and it was just like it was like Jesus, <laughs> like man, the AI. I don't know what I don't know what it exactly picked up on. Um, the AI is an OT yeah, fanboy, but they or or they just went ham on on uh on that kind of stuff. So I think I think the AIO's sequel heroes a little little bit of love in the future. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of um, twists and turns in that script as well. There's a lot of like Luke looks at a shadow, the shadows turns out to be Luke, and Luke wasn't Luke in the first place. Mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. what <laughs> you're trying to like process it in your brain, you're trying to placement. Trying to see like, like place everyone in this room in your head, and you're like, I don't know what's going on anymore. Yeah, yeah. But um, um but yeah, Blue Bantha Milk, they got some awesome stuff coming on that front. Um, some more projects, and I, I think it's safe to say we we will be back when relevant. Yes. So there we go. We can confirm that Claire will be back on the next stream, mm-hmm. playing Chewbacca. So definitely check that out. Keep watching their videos. Give them a like, subscribe, and all that jazz on Blue Bant for Milk on YouTube. Um, and yeah, you'll probably see more of us on there pretty soon. And vice versa, hopefully. We're going to get those guys on here at some point. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I think that's all we've got time for this week. I think that just about does it. I think we did a good job, like, like 40 minutes worth. Yeah. So just a little, little extra 40, 45 minutes for to find people to add to their listening schedule. Beautiful. And don't like we said, don't forget, check out both parts of the Star Wars Episode 10 script because they're absolute blast. Mm-hmm. Nikki, do you want to plug anything else? Yeah, I mean, if you guys uh, want to check out the other show I do with my good friends Alden and Reed, um, we got One and Done Film Club. Not long ago, we released our second episode, which was the wizarding world of Harry Potter. Um, so we, we spent, I think we spent like over an hour (laughs) deliberating which one to watch. Um, and just sort of talking about that. Uh, we, we pick one. Um, I think my, my response was my response to that. I think I tweeted was the gif of, of Han saying, this is not how I thought this day was going to (laughs) go. And, uh, so yeah, it, it was a good time. We we ha- also because I think it's very important when talking about Harry Potter as fans. Uh, we also highlighted a few uh, local and national um, charities 
to benefit trans youth and, you know, LGBTQIA plus uh, community. Um, cause I think, you know, it's, it's one thing, you know, you can't like put your blinders on to like the realities of, of wanting to celebrate Harry Potter as well. Um, so we, we thought it was important to, you know, give to the, give to, give as well and, um, you know, promote the things that actually matter. And, you know, surprisingly, um, actually live out the messages of Harry Potter than, uh, you know, better mm-hmm. than the person who wrote it. So that's, uh, <laughs> exactly. yeah, so that's what we're doing. Uh, we got episode three coming up. Um, it's, uh, it's an interesting franchise. I'll give a little teaser to the people listening here. Bum, 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 mm-hmm. bum. So there we go. That is episode three of One and Done. You can check us out, One and Done Show on Twitter. I'm just saying, if you don't immediately roll out Mission Impossible 2 first, I'm not going to, I'm going to unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know where I'm going as far as the pitching goes. Yeah. So we'll be good. Interesting. Yeah. It's been a while since I watched the recent ones again. Mm-hmm. I think I'll have to give them a watch. They're all good. It's just that I don't. I guess because I've watched them so recently, it's like, oh, I don't want to watch it immediately. Yeah, yeah. Um, that'd be good. Interesting to see that. Uh, you can also follow me talking about WandaVision. WandaVision. On WandaVision. Um, on YouTube, if you search PondaVision, that's P-O-N-D-E-R, Vision, on YouTube, mean Ash from Rogue Podron, are doing some conversational sort of review shows for uh wonder vision well the first episode came out had a lot of e- issue of editing so i do apologize if it's not as crispy as it would like like it to be i did a really great job editing it didn't work <laughs> so we had to just push it out as it was uh, on the skype call but every episode from now on so that's the review for the last episode that just came out which will be on the midweek and every episode afterwards will be live so if you subscribe to my YouTube channel, which I'll give a link on my uh, Twitter account at CMWASHBY, you can check us out, put a reminder on every time we go live. We'll have a great guest on. I know that I want to have Nikki on at some point. Um, so, yeah, keep an eye out for that. We're going to talk deep about some of the comic book shenanigans and witchy goings on of WandaVision. Let me tell you, people. So, I know, I know what you're like at home. You guys are watching WandaVision, and you're sitting at home, and you're like, man, what was that all about? I just don't get it. And, like, why not watch two experts, you know, break mm-hmm. it down for you? <laughs> you know, like, it's it's a no-brainer. You gotta, we gotta watch this WandaVision, man. Like, this is, this is what you gotta do. If you're listening to this show, you better watch this shit. Bless you. <laughs> um, do you want the check tomorrow? Or like... I mean, you know, I, I prefer Venmo, but... Oh, okay, I'll send it on your way. Um, no, but seriously, like, we we have so much fun sort of just delving into the different theories, the, the minutiae of stuff that probably isn't important, but it's still there, obviously, as, a, as an Easter egg. Um, we spent a good time, actually, in the first episode, not talking about WandaVision. <laughs> Yeah, and talking about like the possibilities that it opens up for the MCU at large, mm-hmm. and we talked about how it's the perfect opportunity to actually show MCU Ben Parker for the first mm-hmm. time, and how that should one hundred percent be to move all of them. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> See, um, look at that, Marissa Tomei Goodness. and Timothy Oliphant. Dude, that'd be so fucked up, like. <laughs> Like, how dare that couple exist? Oh, man. Could you imagine them with Tom Holland and then him being like, hey, great power, conscript responsibility, kid. Man, that'd be amazing. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's like that's like the beauty of the MCU, right? It's like you can just, you just knowing what it might unlock down, you know, years in the future, even, you know, as far as, yeah, as, far as like, what content they'll bring into it and. You know, it's like everything, everything you watch, I mean, maybe this isn't for everyone, but I think it's like the big, 
a big fun part of it. It's like everything you watch has consequence and isn't necessarily just about the thing you're watching. Um, you know, there's, there's all sorts of, it's like a big, like dominoes, um, game and, and, you know, one flick can make all sorts of different things happen. Yeah. I remember when, um, I was watching civil war and I came out of it so happy about the portrayal of Baron Zemo. And then seeing all this, like, blasphemous, like, this villain sucked. He didn't do anything. Like, he didn't even fight the Avengers. He didn't. I was like, he won. <laughs> he won. He, he's the only villain that's basically won so far. To the point where it affects what happens in Infinity War, which has great repercussions on the whole universe. Yeah. And now he's back again. <laughs> and he's got the costume. He broke up like Fuck like you. the Beatles. <laughs> Good luck. He's like, I've been in space for two years, Johnny. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. That's what it's about. It's good shit. Yeah. So yeah, we'll definitely do some we're gonna do some live shows. Definitely check us out. We'll use Stream Yard probably to do that. Um We'll announce guests and everything as well. Um and also, don't forget to join our Patreon for the Imperial Podcast, where we have loads of cool extra stuff. We'll have the Lego show coming back soon, history show coming for the Imperial Podcast, and more. But until next time, see ya. Yeah, bye. Have fun. <laughs> bye. Um, and get laid. Yeah, drink water, get laid, touch yourself if you need to. Yeah, and if you don't want to do any of that, don't. That's also Just, true. Yeah, dr- drink water. Definitely do the please. water part, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We love you. Bye. Bye. Hey out there in listener land, thank you for listening. If you want to hear or see more from the Senators, please go to the website imperialsenatepodcast.com, where you will find links to the Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for the show, as well as our Discord server, Twitch, and YouTube channels. You can also email in to imperialsenatepodcast at gmail.com, and please consider leaving a review on your podcatcher of choice. Thank you again, and may the Force be with you.